Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week, Brett Eldridge was on the show to celebrate the release of his new album, Songs About You. And what I took away from this conversation with Brett is that he has reached the point in being an artist where he's found his stride, he's found his confidence, and he is making the music he wants to make. Saying what he wants to say, and you will hear all of that from him. The album is full of these cool, funky grooves that I feel like really show off his buttery vocals. And also, yeah, I did just say buttery. I feel I saw someone tweet once that Brett Eldridge had a voice like butter and it stuck with me. One of the smoothest vocals in country music. Enjoy my conversation with Brett Eldridge. What's up? Matching in yellow. What you do? Oh yeah. <laughs> How was the trip to Europe? It looked like you had a lot of fun. Good. I'm just, I'm like starting to recover now. Like I feel like I'm back to being a human again. It takes a minute to. It, it really minute messes to, you up. <laughs> it does. And like, I'm such a creature of habit and my routines and everything. It's like, it just takes a minute to, you know, feel in your normal place, but I feel, I feel normal and good now. So I'm ready to go. That's awesome. Did you, I know that you obviously were working a lot, but did you, I know you did some solo traveling. Did you, yeah. what was like your favorite thing you did as a tourist when you weren't working or favorite yeah. place you got to go or experience that you had? I went uh, to Portugal um, <sighs> early and Lisbon. Uh, I, I flew into Lisbon and then I went out and I went for a long journey in the countryside for a few days. And I, staying along the coast there and it's so peaceful mm -hmm. and people are so nice. The food is incredible. And it's just like, I was eating out of the garden, you know, like it was, this is the most perfect weather. There's zero people on the beach. And I felt like I was in a fairy tale. It was so cool. And, and, uh, and just what exactly what I needed to start my trip. And, and so, uh, I would definitely highly recommend Portugal. I was, that was really special. That's awesome. I went to Lisbon and I felt like what is like almost sleepy little place. Like I feel like everyone in Europe knows about it, but yeah. like to us in the States, I hadn't heard that much. And I thought it was such a beautiful place. It's so beautiful. It's pretty big. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like there's a lot of stuff going on there. A lot of different neighborhoods. A lot of, you know, I get overwhelmed because there's so many different parts of the city I want to <laughs> see. And I, I, when I'm in Europe, I, I average like 20,000 steps a day, like 10, Insane. like 12 miles, you know, cause you just want to see everything. You just keep mm -hmm. going. And I love that, but it's like, it makes me want to go back and uh, travel. I, I, I want to get home by the end of the trip. At the end of the tour, you're just worn out and you get home and you're like, okay, I kind of want to go see more stuff. So yeah. I was say, what's left for you? Like on your travel bucket list? Uh, I want to go to, uh, I haven't done South America yet. Um, I want to do Patagonia. Mm -hmm. really bad. That's up there. I want to do, uh, I want to do, uh, uh, Bali. 
I want to yes. do Thailand. I want to do Japan. Um, and I want to do South Africa as well. So that's awesome. You got a lot of good places on yeah. there. So got well, a, lot talk- to see. a lot of world out there. <laughs> Definitely. Well, let's talk about music. The new album songs about you out less than two weeks. How are you feeling? Yeah. Are you excited? I feel glorious about it. I, I'm, I really feel, uh, I really feel like I've found my thing over the last couple of records and, and from Sunday drive to now, and just really, um, really stepping it up to a whole nother level. And just the confidence that I've found in my music and myself has really set me free in such a special way now. And I feel, feel really good. So this, I think this is going to be a, a really, really strong album. I think people are That's awesome. It. That's got to be like a very liberating feeling as an artist. Cause I feel like the first couple albums, you're trying to figure it out. You're so concerned with like oh, how things are charting and what's going yeah, on. Yeah. And there's a million things coming at you, but to be like in that calm confidence, it's got to feel really good. Yeah. Like, what will this person think of this or what? Yeah. What's like, but I got to believe in it. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to, and it's not like you don't believe in the early stuff you put out. It's just, yeah. You learn more and more about your voice and what you haven't said, what you have said, what you've been afraid to say. And now, you know, when you set yourself free and just say what you feel and, and, uh, and find what makes you special in this world and, you know, find, you know, makes you unique as an artist and you run with it. And it's not always the most popular thing to do, you know, you know, trying to lead and be your own thing, but it's mm-hmm. the most fulfilling. And, you know, I have great fans that then, you know, jump right in line for that and are there for me the whole way. And it, and it grows that way. And that's, that's where I've learned to find success. You know, is what I love is, is, is just fully being myself. And, and I really feel that now. So I, I'm loving it. That's awesome. Talk to me about the single and the title track songs about you talking about writing that. And then when you decided like you wanted that to be the name of this album. Yeah. Uh, songs about you was, uh, just this chorus that I wrote one morning, uh, or actually the verse I had started writing and I had this whole, the kind of whole concept. And I, I went uh, with a friend of mine, Jesse Joe Dillon and Ben West. We'd never written with Ben West before, but I read with Jesse Joe a lot. We got in the room, started grooving. We wrote this song in an hour and a half, like uh, just nailed it. And it was just felt so good. It was so infectious. It was so me. It was so groovy. It was very much the emotion of what, you know, the power of what songs can do when you're rolling through your life, thinking you've been over that person for mm-hmm. a long time. And then you hear that song and it transports you to the, the, the good, the bad, the, all the things with that person. And now every song is about that, that person and, and every song is about you. And so that, uh, that message with, with the feel good of the song and the catchiness of it, it was just a no brainer to put as the first, you know, um, release from this album, the debut single of it but also to name the album because basically the whole concept of these songs are about you, this, you know, I write music from my life, but I, you know, the full intention is for this to connect with my fans and with everybody and, and, and have you take a, a part of it for your life and ownership in your life of it. And that's really the only reason I do it, you know, other than that gives me therapy as a writer, but if I have nobody to listen to it, then what am I doing it for? So I, these songs are about you. And that's why it made sense to name the album songs about you. That's awesome. I I love that whole concept. What other songs from the record are you just really excited to see how fans react to? Oh man, there's so we just came out with one called uh, wait up for me, which is really cool. And uh, it's a really sexy kind of like real stripped down song. Um, 
on piano. And then there's a song called Hideaway, which is all, uh, another song I wrote actually in Montana on a ranch that I rented there with a couple of friends. And it's about pretty much what if I, I think everybody has this thought uh, from time to time of what if I just dropped everything I have right now, sold it all, literally everything to my name and went to some town far away from here, you know, build a little house there or whatever and, and uh, hide away. And that's what the song's about. And I just think that it's such a, even if you don't go do it, it might inspire you to go on a trip or it might inspire you to go hide away for a little while and make you appreciate the things that you do have. Um, and it's, it's a broken down guitar um, with me and just guitar. And I recorded it in the cabin in Montana. The vocals are from that. That's so cool. Um, and the guitar, so you can actually even hear, like, if you listen real close, you can hear crackling on the fire. and, and From uh, a literal hideaway. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there's a song called uh, uh, Where the Light Meets the Sea that's a, a really heart, pulls the heartstrings and, and is really special. And then there's also a song called, there's, I could list every one of them, but uh, <laughs> the, the first song on the record is really fun. It's called Can't Keep Up, and it's it's the most crazy, like, this fun, feel-good song I've I think I've uh, recorded so it's it's the first song on the record so it's it's a good it's a really good album I'm, I'm excited I've gotten to listen to it one time through so far and I've really really liked it and I'm curious for you when you are like getting mixes back and you're listening to songs who is your circle like outside of music industry folks that you send songs to like hey what do you think about this like who's who's your like litmus test of like if if so-and-so likes it this is a good one yeah yeah I so I do a lot of it I, I try not to go too yeah <laughs> Because if you get so many, as a creator, like if you get so many uh, opinions, then you start getting overwhelmed and you're like, yeah, have it or not. So I am my manager and I, and uh, kind of both of my managers and then my, my, uh, uh, Chris Lacey at my record label, my A&R, um, she's my A&R rep. And so I, I have a pretty small window there, but they're all people I trust so much. And, uh, I just bounce, you know, I, I keep it small, but I keep it with the people I know are going to tell me the truth. And uh, <laughs> That's also important because if you share with people who are always like, this is amazing, that doesn't yeah. help you either. <laughs> no, that doesn't help anybody. And so I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of, I used to send it to like every relative and everything. And then it just, it starts, it starts getting like. Everybody becomes a critic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I keep it small, but keep it with the people I trust. And, uh, and, uh, you know, play my family the record once it's all done. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's done. We can't make any changes. So don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry, mom. Sorry. How do you recommend, like, what's the vibe of the album? Like what's your recommended listening experience for when the album comes out on Friday? What should people do? Should they go for a drive with the windows down? Should they like pour a glass of whiskey, hang out? At the, like, yeah, what's it's, your... it's kind of, it's kind of a pretty diverse record in the way that you can kind of do any of those things. I mean, like the first song is so crazy or so exciting and like, ready to like start your night start your evening so you can literally go for a drive and windows down and feel good with that there's also some some really just like there's a lot of grooves in this record that are very much like yeah sit back and with a with a glass of bourbon and 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 chilling too and it's just a lyrically a really special record and the grooves are kind of um just kind of my own in my own lane of like a place I found, you know, like mm -hmm. a place that I found comfortable, like a comfortable shirt, like it fit. And uh, when I found that, I was like, man, we have, we're on to something here. So I think it's, it's wherever you feel comfortable and wherever you feel good, because this album's going to make you feel good and it's going to, it's going to speak to you. So um, I think uh, you'd be the, you'd be the, 
the driver, as long as you listen from number one to number 12, all the way through, it's meant for a whole listening experience for sure. I love that. And you've said that like with this album, you knew how you wanted it to sound. You knew what you wanted to say. These are all songs that connect everyone to the human experience. When did that vision kind of start to take shape for you? Like how did that come together? Uh, You know, I, I was, so when I wrote want that back, that was like a a depth of a song that I was like, man, this is just so powerful. And, and it really started to get my mind open to like where I could take this. And then, um, I had pretty much the whole record written, um, last year. And I took my break for Christmas or no, it wasn't a break. I went to her Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, I got done. I was really inspired by just how successful that was and how fun it was. But I was like, I feel like there's another layer I can go after. And I started to find this confidence in myself of like, yeah, I have some good stuff, but I, I'm feeling pretty damn good. I think I can really take it to another level. Let me try to beat some of it. And over a month and a half, I beat the entire record. Um, and uh, I just found this this these grooves were like every morning I'd wake up and I'd have these, these melodies and things, you know, and lyrics popping in my head to where like, I, I'm excited to go write today. I'm excited to like call my friends and say, I've got pretty much a lot of this song, but help me make it better. And, and I, I just found this, this confidence that I'd never found before quite like this. And you can hear it in the record in that way. And, and uh, I knew exactly where I wanted to take it. And I, Within a month and a half, I had that entire record and and uh, I'd been working on it for two years. So it felt pretty good to, to finish strong like that. That's awesome. And then before I let you go, the one thing I wanted to ask you about is this year, it will have been 10 years since you got your first number one song with Don't Ya and Having hey. the Thing. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it doesn't feel like that, right? I'm ah, sure at all. Crazy. Do you remember like where you were, what you were doing when you found out that that song had gone number one? Man, you know, I was at that time in my life, I was watching every second. I'm, you know, now I don't watch. <laughs> you like refresh second. on the chart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guarantee I was, I, I just remember I was also double nervous because I was going to go skydive if I got it to number one. <laughs> Did you do that? And, yeah. And so it was like a whole thing, like building up, like when it was number 50 in the chart, way away from number one. Mm-hmm. I was like, if this song goes number one, I'm going to get my first number one. I'll go skydiving. I'm frightened of heights. And uh, so when it got to like top 10, I'm like, oh my God, we're like looking at places to jump out of airplanes. I'm like, no way this is real. So I just remember thinking, oh my God, this is number one. And oh my God, I have to jump out of an airplane now. (laughs) Makes you rethink like what you say you're going to do if you get another number one. (laughs) Exactly. But it it was all worth it. I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't jump out of an airplane again. Luckily, I got two number ones many times again. But the airplane thing was one and done, but it was a lot. I'm glad I did it. And uh, I can't believe it's been 10 years. That's a, it's been a good 10 years so far. And uh, I feel like I'm just uh, rolling into the best stuff yet. So I, I feel really good. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic, the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 